It's the police off the cuff New Year's Eve special with the famous Detective Pat. I'll tell you when we go live, fellas. We are live. Mark, you hear me? We're live. I hear you, but I didn't see it pop up yet on the uh, on the YouTube thing. Like you said, there's probably a lag. Anyway, what's up, everybody? Welcome to our final episode of Police Off the Cuff After Hours for the 2020 season. I'm sure we're all happy that this year is finally almost over. Uh, we have a special guest. He's back. Um, he's a special guest here at Police Off the Cuff. He was one of our first guests. Bill, introduce him. You guys worked together for a long time. <laughs> it's the famous, infamous, however you want to put it, Detective Pat. In fact, he's got state troopers all over the state rooting for him. Now he just disappeared on us. Is that what you do, Pat? You disappear on us as soon as we bring you up? So we're going to have to... There he goes. We'll, we'll show another picture of him if he's off the screen. That's Detective Pat doing the walkout for the famous Rayos homicide. That's Louis Lump Lump. So is Pat back on the screen? There he is. <laughs> What's up, Pat? How are you? What's up? What's going on, fellas? It's been a long time. Yeah, where you been? Uh, we're still we're still we're still at it over here, man. We're trying our best under under the circumstances. Lord knows that we had a lot of hoops to jump through this year, man. Our first one was in South Salem, remember? Wow, that was uh, a while yeah. ago. The first show that we did together? Yeah. But well, we never put that show out, though. Oh, that was... Uh, that Lisa was Ratner. Yeah, Lisa Ratner. Yeah, that was over her house over there. That was a great episode, that first one. Yeah, that was good. That was good. A lot of laughs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So how, how, how was your year? Oh, it sucked, man. <laughs> all right, good. <laughs> you know, all the shows are closed early, you know? The what? The gym mills? Yeah, they're all closing early. Uh-huh. There it goes. It doesn't seem you have any short supply of booze, though. You always have some kind of alcoholic beverage in your hand. That's my man Q-tip right there. <laughs> Are you guys in a motorcycle gang together or something? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you do have a bike, right, Pat? You got a bike? Yeah. He just bought a house in Florida. Uh, are there any houses left in Florida? <laughs> oh, I've got a beautiful house. All furnished, brand new furnace, furniture, pool in the backyard. Yeah, I, mean, I thought not, you said furnace. I don't think you need a furnace in Florida. <laughs> oh, furniture. Furniture. Hey, hey, you drink PBRs, Billy? <laughs> I don't drink PBRs. My kids do sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> All the fans, they love that it's expression, PBRs, you know? Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New, New Year, Year, everyone. Bill, you have some cool aid. So, Detective Pat, so are you are you chilling out with the amount of jobs you're working these days, or are you still working three or four jobs? Uh, Right now, I got four. Really? <laughs> yeah, but two, two of them are, like, sporadic, you know? They're, like, here and there. It's not steady, you know? Uh -huh. So they call up when uh, they need a body, so I go down there, you know? Uh-huh. But you're still working upstate like a regular uh, patrol, right? Oh, yeah. I'm on patrol in uh, Westchester. How many days a week you do over there? Uh, two, approximately. And you do it... You do that with one department, and you do it with another one as well? No, I'm working in the hospital over in Mount Kisco. Uh-huh. I do security over there. It's a bunch of retired guys off the job. Uh -huh. That's Detective Pat buffing out in the Solis Police Department car. <laughs> um, I, I, I loaded a lot of photos here tonight to give our, our viewers some uh, picture of your life, Detective Pat. Let's put some of Mark up. Nah, we're good. We're good. Uh, we're good. So let's get into our conversation here. So, uh, so it's two days a week. In, in uh, let me see if I can say it right. I always have a Somers. 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 I always get a, have a problem with that. Somers. What you in the Bronx? I'm in the Bronx, yeah. You ever been north of the Bronx? You ever been in Westchester? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I used to go up to uh, the palatial estates all the time. Oh, Austin, yeah, yeah. He, was in, he was in Mount Kisco the other day, buffing out. Right? Oh, you should have came and seen me at the hospital. 
I didn't know you were there. Uh, I, w- I went to uh, a restaurant over there called Exit 4. Oh, it's right down the block from the hospital. Really? If I would have yeah. known, I would have... Um... I went to high school with the guy that owns that place. It's a nice place. The food is really good. Yeah, yeah. They got good stuff there. Hey, Mark, one of, the, one of the chatters is saying uh, Mark is rocking a borderline high-top fade, looking like Paul Robinette from Law & Order. <laughs> Law & Order. A Paul who? He says Robinette. I don't know who that is. Yeah, me neither. The guy who could only wish he had a hair, had a hair like this. And, and Mimi Mim- Mim- J. Oh, sorry, I'm shouting out to some people. Mimi J. Two is wishing us a better New Year, guys. Stay safe too. She is one of our um, subscribers on YouTube. Came over from Duty Ron's crew. So, uh, what's that like? Uh, the, what do you do? You have a steady two days. Is it Monday and Tuesday, or just when they call you in? No, no, I work uh, every Wednesday night, and then I work uh, every other Sunday and every other Thursday. All right, so, well, that's good. So the criminals know to beware. Yeah, it's it's a nice gig, you know. It's a good department, 16 guys. The chief's good. We got the sergeants are real good. We got two sergeants, a lieutenant, and a bunch of retired NYPD guys. We got like three or four lieutenants retired from the city. And uh, some detectives, some cops, pretty good, you know. So they do they look at you as the number one handbag or what? Do you want to hear some good stories? Grab Detective Pat. All you have to do is buy him about ten beers. <laughs> any uh, any lead flying up there? No, no lead, no lead. <laughs> oh man, is it, what kind of radio calls you get up there? Well, I got in uh, four shootings already. No. No, no. I, I fired my gun four times. I killed four deers. Oh, okay. <laughs> what do you mean? Putting them out of their misery after they got hit by a car? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's really what it was? Yeah. I went to one. The lady was there by the, by the deer on the side of the road, and the deer was alive. It was a big buck. It had a big rack on it. Yeah. And, uh, in February, it was freezing out. And... um. She had her jacket over the top of the deer, and the deer was like gurgling like blood. So yeah. I said, "Lady, I got to shoot it." She, she blocked me. She was like, "Please don't shoot it." I called the vet. The vet's on his way. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine she got that bill from the vet, a roadside call, right? For a yeah. So she puts me on the phone with the vet, and I'm talking to the guy. He goes, "Yeah, I'm coming." I go, how how are you going to get the deer in, in your car? The thing was huge. Yeah. He goes, oh, I got a lift on the back of my pickup and all of this. So I'm sitting there in the car with, with the lady because I put her in the police car. She had no back <laughs> 10 below out. Yeah. So uh, I go, lady, the deer is suffering. Look at the blood coming out of his mouth. And the guy is going, I'm on my way. I'm on my way. And I said, I'm going to wait another 10 minutes. If the guy's not here, that's it. I'm shooting it, right? So... Like five minutes later, the deer expired and died. And the lady started freaking out. She started going crazy, like hugging it and stuff. I was oh like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, crazy. Let me ask you something. How many steaks did you get out of that deer? <laughs> no, no. We, 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 uh, we gave it to the Wolf Conservatory. There's a Wolf Conservatory. Uh-huh. They come and pick it up and they feed it to the wolves over in uh, South Salem. Wow. That almost sounds like you made that up, like that's a joke. <laughs> no, no, it's story. What are they? Um, so the idea is, if they feed the wolves, then the wolves won't have to look for food and stuff like that, and come out of the. Oh, no, they're the- all no, they're contained in this in this place over there. They they uh, raised them. Uh huh. So uh, all the uh, the roadkill deers, we call them up, and they come up and pick it up. And they, you know, they cut it up or whatever, and they give it to the wolves. If you if you shoot uh, a DSA, but it's out of its misery, it, do you have to get permission to do that, or you just have a sort of blank permission to do that whenever it occurs? No, we have permission to do it. Oh, okay. It was weird when I first did it coming up here. Yeah. <laughs> I asked a question to myself: Am I allowed to shoot this thing? And then I'm. I'm afraid of the ricochet off of the off of the road and stuff, you know. Right. 
or you got to drag it off. You got to get a piece of rope and drag it off onto the uh, bank and shoot it on the shoulder, you know, where the thing's not going to ricochet. You got to stop all the traffic. It's a pain in the ass. That's, you know, that's why you do some stuff in a small department, like uh, up in the uh, boonies, do some little strange stuff that you would never do it in a, in a city police department. Yeah, I know. A couple of times I called up uh, some guys I know that love venison. They came and picked it up, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, it's better than letting it rot there on the side of the road. Wow, you know? absolutely. So much These guys are right? making sausage. They're making chili and all the backstraps and everything. There's a lot of them out there, too. I have a friend. He posted a video. I don't know where he lives, but there's, there's right across the street. There's four, five, six, seven of them running around. Oh, they're all over the place up here. You know? That was an earlier great. show where Detective Pat showed up. He didn't have any police gear, so I had to go into my closet and <laughs> pull out a sweatshirt. Hey, um, <laughs> working in the hospital, there's no, you know, you're not fearing the COVID and stuff like that. I've been there the whole time. We're all, uh, you know, PPE. We're all covered up and stuff. You know. What, what you wearing the hazmat suit? No, you don't have to wear that unless you're going into a real bad area. But basically, uh, the mask and stuff like that, and you got to wash your hands constantly. But I got the shot the other day, too. Uh-huh. The, so, uh, the vaccine? Yeah. Oh, that's good. How, did, how do you feel? Well, the first couple of days, I was tired all day long, but uh, I feel okay now. I got it on the 26th, so I got to get another one on, uh, I think, uh, January 15th, the second one. You, you get a headache or anything? No. I don't want to deal with this stuff. I want to get the shot and get it over with. You know? Right, right. Yeah, you're lucky. You're lucky that you, you um, you're lucky for a couple of reasons. First of all, that you were in, worked the, almost the whole year in the hospital there um, without getting sick. And now you're getting the vaccine. So good. Hopefully you're covered. Yeah. You guys didn't get it? No. You know, I heard a rumor and I didn't. It hasn't been confirmed. I called up, but no one got back to me. Are we priority because we were 9-11 first responders? Can we move up into, you know, priority in getting the vaccine? Well, there's a clinic in Brooklyn you could go to and get it on the down low. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> I ain't going to Brooklyn for a down low vaccine shot. Did you see that the other day? Yeah. Oh, oh with the Hasidic uh, people. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what it was for the Hasids? Yeah, they yeah. opened up a clinic and they were just giving it to all their people with no permission, you know? How did they get caught, though? How did they get? Yeah, the how did they get the vaccine? Well, they got money. I'm sure they, listen, they got caught, but there's a lot of other communities that are probably getting it, too. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, we're supposed to, uh, well, first responders, doctors, that they're supposed to get uh, priority. Yeah, of course them. they're supposed to get, but you know, but just like anything else, though, if you got money, you can jump the line and that community probably, I don't, I just don't understand how they got caught. They're having wedding, weddings there all the time. You know, they probably showed it off. They probably let them know, look, we got the vaccine. So they went in there and, and locked, shut them down. Yeah. They're pretty there, was, cocky. there was another one up in Orange County, too, in Monroe that got busted. Well, th that's where a lot of the other Hasids are in Monroe. Yeah. So they got connections. Well, they got connections on the police department too, right? We found that out. God bless him, man. That's where the expression came for, from, he's got a rabbi. That's where that came from. Who's your rabbi? How'd That's you right. Who's your rabbi? If, if you knew the Grand Rebbe, you could uh, go to first from, from third grade to first in like two years, right? Who's your rabbi? That's great. In fact, Pat, you you had an awfully fast rise to first grade, and I found that you were mowing the deputy inspector's lawn. <laughs> <laughs> we used to mark, we used to joke about that. Curry was the uh, the uh, commanding officer of that North Detective Operations, and Patty got promoted to first grade, and uh, I used to say he, he was mowing Curry's lawn, and then. Curry played along. He said, hey, Patty, the grass is getting a little long. <laughs> you come over to my house. <laughs> Funny with that. <laughs> well, that's good, though, man. That's, that's, uh, 
it's interesting how both those communities got the vaccines. I mean, it stands the reason most doctors are Jewish. I'd say a, a large percentage of them, especially in in uh, big cities. So of course they got connections. They're going to take care of their own. Yeah, but you know, Hasidic Jews are, are separate even from regular Jewish people. They're, they're yeah, but they're still Jewish. They're all, yeah, they're still Jewish. They still go to church. They, st- I mean, the synagogue. They still have a rabbi. You know, you can only go once a year, but that's how you buck up. You know, that's your ten percent right there. You're good for the year. You got the vaccine for everybody. I just can't believe they got caught. Somebody, I, I, maybe they have an uh, infiltrator in the community there. You know, somebody. They're a pretty tight group, you know. Yeah, that's why I'm surprised they got caught. Well, somebody ratted them out because I heard Cuomo's on it, and the fines are real stiff. Yeah. yeah, that they won't pay them though. Trust me. No, nah, they ain't gonna pay nothing. <laughs> <laughs> the fines can be as stiff as they want. They will not pay them. They're not paying nothing. They got a better chance of seeing uh, Al Sharpton giving the $4 million they owe him in back taxes. Yeah. They got a better chance of getting that. <laughs> so, Detective Pat, how's your son doing with one who's on the state troopers? How's he doing up there? Oh, he's doing good. He, he likes it up there. He made a good move getting out of the city. What, what barracks is he in? He's in Brewster right now. Oh, so that's pretty local for from somebody. He lives in Somers. Yeah, wow. he's real busy up there because that uh, command. Yeah, it borders Connecticut and New York. The bars and stuff close early in Connecticut, so all the people come over to Brewster to buy beer and liquor and stuff. And he goes, "It's unbelievable the amount of DWIs and stuff up there." Wow, is that what they mostly get? Is DWIs? Yeah, he got a couple of guns, too. Wow. And uh, he's got uh, a few narco collars. <clears throat> you think he'll be an investigator like Detective Pat? He doesn't want to do that, he said. No? No, nah, it's too much paperwork. Is he, a, is he a good test taker? Yeah, he's good. He's smart. He went to Manhattan College. Oh, so he'd go the route. He'll be a boss then, right? They already asked him to go into the squad. He turned it down. Really? Yeah. It's probably different up there. Yeah, he likes being on patrol, you know? What do uh, troopers, uh, state investigators, what do they mostly investigate? Uh, all felonies. No, but what, what type of crime? What, what's the- oh, they get, you know, credit card fraud, robberies. They just had a, uh, a gun store that got burglarized the other day in Brewster. Wow. Yeah, they went to... Uh, these four guys, um, they had a car that was 16 from Greenwich, Connecticut, and they went in. And <laughs> Pat, hold it one second. 16 for our fans means stolen. <laughs> you talking code like everyone's a cop. <laughs> oh, oh. Well, the stupid call of the file one, but in NYPD, it's 1016. Right. But anyway, they blew a hole in the side of the wall or something, and they stole a bunch of handguns. And they fled in a uh, in a ten sixteen car, and they got away. Ten four. So, so they, obviously they got the plate, they got the car. They just don't have the uh, the perps. Yeah, it sounds like a pretty uh, like. Well, they don't even have the car. They they had the car on video. Oh. So I don't I don't even think the car was recovered. So in that kind of situation, do you, do you uh, do they ever call? You know, if they're having trouble solving a case, they ever reach over to Summers, Summers, and go, uh, "Listen, we need a first grade detective to handle this one. Maybe we could help. He could help us out." No, because I'm usually tied up. I'm down at D and D or, you know. So I don't have time for that. Let me ask you something. Based on your naval experience. Did they ask you to go into the harbor unit up in uh, Somers? <laughs> <laughs> Is there a rowboat on one of the lakes up there that maybe you could command? <laughs> Porteous responds to rowboat two in the in Lake Wakapak. <laughs> oh, they have a dive team. The fire department does that. They have dive teams. State troopers have a dive team. Uh-huh. 
My my son's on the dive team too for Raw the fire department over here. Yeah, your other son or the same son? No, the trooper. He's on the, the dive team, and then I got another son that's in the fire department. And um, was that you uh, doing some diving? Money. Was that you doing some diving there? Yeah. <laughs> what were you diving for in that picture? Apples. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's oh, no, that, that picture I was fishing up in Roscoe. Is that? that? That's the Roscoe Diner, right? Did you, yeah, go there, yeah. did you go there for bacon and eggs before you went fishing? Yeah. Did they recognize you? Yeah, I had the windbreaker on. They, they knew that was Detective Pat of, of Police Off the Cuff fame? Yeah, I had the NYPD windbreaker on. and uh, <laughs> I had a fake radio with me. And Mark, when Pat goes drinking in Myrtle Beach, he has his shield around his neck and he says, hey, uh, I'm, from, I'm from alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. I'm here to inspect your beer. How many, how many cops are down there, uh, retired cops are down there in, um, in the Carolinas when you go? I'm from Summers, right, Mark? Summers. <laughs> when you're in the Carolinas, though, how many retired cops are down there where you go? Oh, there's, there's a 1013 club down Uh-huh. Myrtle nope. Beach is... Yeah, uh, NYPD 1013 Club. There's a whole bunch of cops down there. Yeah, I can, can only imagine. Florida, Have you been Florida has that too, right? Who? I said Florida has a huge. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Florida has it too. On East and West Coast, they have these huge. Broward County has huge 1013 clubs and stuff of New York cops. Tons of New York cops live down there. Do you, uh, what was I going to say? Do you, you, you go down there a lot? You have a house down there? Yeah, I got a uh, condo in Myrtle Beach. Nice. So I go down all the time. You rent it? Yeah, you want to go? Yeah, I might. Yeah, definitely. It's on the arm for you, man. It doesn't have to be. I'll pay for it. But I'm just saying, be a, that, that to me would be a nice vacation. Because you could drive down there. Yeah, let me know. Yeah, I will. I should have. I should, I should, I should, I should, I should, you want to go, Mark? Right. Maybe you golf? No, not really, no. No, Pat, Billy, no. Pat, when you show up in Myrtle Beach, is there like an all points bulletin among the bartenders to let them know that you're in town? <laughs> <laughs> the we, detective well, from New York is in town. Be careful. He puts 20 <laughs> on the wood, thinks he can drink all night for free. <laughs> I go to the VFW. Oh, no way. <laughs> they have those over there too? <laughs> oh, yeah. Big one. A big VFW. <laughs> Big uh, American Legion. Mark, he pushes that veteran status for every inch that it's worth. He <laughs> probably has everywhere he goes in the world the VFW circled on the map. <laughs> 50 yeah, cent beers on Thursday nights. You're not hurting anybody. The Elf Club, too. I tell you, if, you, if you really did throw 20 on the wood and he drank PBRs all night, they're probably still getting ahead. Even if you drank a case, they're probably still making out. <laughs> <laughs> How much are P the PBRs are like 50 cents each, right? Oh, yeah. Look. <laughs> There's Detective Pat. And when he was on the show back in the day, I don't know why I'm not getting sound on that. I, I, I can try one more time. Hang on. Hey, Mark. Mark, do you uh, stay in touch with those three guys from the uh, commercial? Yeah. Those guys are funny, man. Yeah, we're all good friends. As a matter of fact, the... Um, Casey, the Indian one, he he, I, I do a lot of shows with him. I, he was the driver or the other guy? Um, he's the Indian one, Casey, and uh, Joe Vesey, the white one. He he actually is uh, works for Adam Sandler, so he he is uh, either a production assistant on every movie, and he gets a small part, or he, he gets a bigger part, and he he just works with Adam Sandler on every movie. The last seven or eight that he's done for Netflix. He's been part of those. And the other one, Leonard, the, the African-American gentleman, he's, uh, he was on a TV show last year. I don't know whether they're bringing it back. He was on NBC or CBS, a sitcom. So every, everybody's doing well, except for me, but everybody else is doing well. <laughs> he's a funny dude, that guy, Leonard. Yeah, yeah, he's very funny. They're all funny in, the, in their own way. It was, it was, it was great casting, man. Are you doing another one of those commercials or? 
No, I think the company got bought out. Uh, somebody else owns Optimum now. I forget what they call it. But um, they, they decided to go in another in another direction. <laughs> and their commercials suck now, by the way. I don't know what their problem was with it, the new company, but um, the, the commercials that they've had afterwards have, have been horrible. And I'm not saying that because I was on the, the ones that were good. I'm just saying they just dropped the ball. They don't know what they're doing. That, so commercial, you, that commercial you did was running eight, ten times a day on national football games it was uh, playing. Yeah. Got yeah. a lot of play. Sure you got it. Mark, you got anything else lined up in, in that uh, area? I was supposed to do an album a couple of weeks ago, but because of the curfew, we had to cancel, and now we're going to reschedule in the new year. We'll see, yeah. um, it's really tough. I don't know what's going to happen with stand-up, to be honest with you. Um, you know, most of these clubs are closing. And uh, they're not going to see. They're not going to be able to get out of it. Do other clubs open up? What's what's the what's the? Um, I don't know. I think we lost our, our sense of humor as a country. Well, what else are you going to do? You got any other skills that you're going to do? Uh, yeah, he's displaying it right here. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> well. I have a I have a comedy school that I'm going to be opening up once uh, this is all said and done. And um, I've been doing some tutoring, <clears throat> comics online on Zoom, and uh, I'm missing something. But it's, uh, well, the acting. I got a part in a movie. I was offered a lead in a film, and the COVID screwed that up. So hopefully, they still want me when it's all said and done. Where, where's that around here? Uh, no, that would be out in Long Island, uh, filming. It was on porn. It was on Pornhub. <laughs> so we'll see what happens I, I don't i don't really like to talk about stuff before it actually uh it happens but listen this whole year i mean listen i, I can't complain people have lost much much more than me including lives so everybody's lost something this year yeah, yeah. We, well you know patty when we first started doing this we were uh, doing it inside my house and then we moved uh to the SBA studios down on Worth Street. And we are supposed to have that big uh, opening event in March and then COVID hit and that was the end of it, you know? Yeah. And you know, but the good thing was we discovered Zoom and we've actually been doing pretty well with this, right? Yeah, I mean, listen, you, you forge ahead, you keep trying. There's a bunch of stuff that even though you wanna keep trying, you have to be weary of because it's just pissing in the wind. This is perfect. What we're doing right now, but anything more, Bill knows we tried to put together several different other shows, and it wasn't right just because you're putting people in harm's way when they don't have to be. This is perfect for right now. Hopefully, right. with the vaccine, once people get vaccinated, I give it about I think I'd say about another month before all everybody who was supposed to get it first got it. And then for the next two months, it's going to be wide open for everybody who wants to get it to get it. And then after that, there's going to be a two-week period where everybody who owns a business is going to look around and go, there's no lines to get your vaccine right now. So uh, we're going to open up. And the government has to stay ahead of that because they're going to lose them. They're going to lose, they're going to lose them. And once the vaccine is available to everybody and you haven't taken it, then it's on you. Just like the flu, it's on you. So I don't know about you, you're in the hospital uh, every week, but I think I give it about January, February, March. I'd say by April, you know, all businesses will be open again. Yeah, I hope you're right. Some people aren't coming back though, you know? A lot of people aren't coming back. Hey, look. We have a, we have a surprise Ooh. visitor. I didn't want to tell you guys. Here she is. Hi, girl. <laughs> Miss Homicide, Irma Rivera. Out of awesome. Hi, Pat. We're bringing the crew back. I think, I think, I know you guys were on so early. I was just testing the, just going to test it. Hey, Mark. So, Mark, you, you, you really um, um, go to the bathroom. You really. Um, he squats. You have your coffee in the toilet? I don't have my coffee in the toilet. But do I bring it in there with me by accident sometimes? Yeah. And do I finish it like uh, when I come out? Yeah, I'm not gonna throw it out. <laughs> it's funny. I'm gonna dim these lights. Hold on. 
No, it's fine. We thought you would be prepared. You'd show up prepared, but you're not. Which, <laughs> lights are fine. You don't have to dim the lights. They, they look I told I told her I'm a surprise these guys. Just show up, you know. Oh, that was cool. Yeah. That's better. Oh, let me, let me make it long so you can see my shirt. Oh, you got your buff shirt on, huh? Is it? Oh, I got to get one of them. The hostage team. Oh, hostage negotiation? Yeah. How you guys doing? How's everybody? Good. Very good. For uh, some of our listeners that aren't watching, they're listening. This is Detective First Grade Retired Irma Rivera. Did a lot of her career, 11 years in Manhattan Special Victims, when it was called Sex Crimes. And then she finished her career in Manhattan South Homicide. So, and they, that's how she got the name. Miss, Miss oh, you, started, you started a meeting already? You started already? What's yeah, that? we did start it. We started at six. As a matter of fact, we're shutting it down in two minutes. I'm late. I'm sorry. All right. So go ahead. What are you guys talking about? Irma, you started in the two three, didn't you? Yeah. Hello. Hello. The Rose of. So no, what were you guys talking about before I came in? I, I thought it was at seven. So I'm sorry, I'm late. We were talking about Mark in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Patty doesn't know how to say bathroom. He says bathroom. That's, that's that East Harlem way of saying bathroom. So what were you talking about? Bathroom. <laughs> Nothing much, really. Just, we're just catching up. So Irma, still, you know, Irma was in the two three when she was twenty years old. Can you imagine? Oh, you got your cup. Oh, she's got the mug. Look at that. She's advertising for us. <laughs> Dipped in butter. We love that. I'm still waiting for mine. I got. I'm going to see you in person today. I went to see how much they cost uh, to send to UPS. You know how much money they wanted? If oh, they, I'll pick. They wanted twenty-two dollars to uh, ship up. one single some. mug. Keep the uh, shipping. I'll pick them up personally. What do you mean them? <laughs> what do you mean them up? <laughs> Did you catch that mug? You get one mug, you fucker. Well, I get an extra <laughs> one. I get an extra one because you're saving on the shipping. <laughs> yeah. He has to bring it to the bartender in Myrtle Beach so he can drink OTA. <laughs> OTA. <laughs> <laughs> What are you doing for New Year's, Irma? Well, we were going to go down to Times Square. I think we were, but I'm not, I don't think we are. We got to worry. Why would you go down there, being a retired? Family? My brother, my I've been there. My brother works in um, Viacom, so we normally go there. You know, we get a nice front view of the ball. But um, you know, there's, was, there's nobody going to be there. That's exactly why I would do it. But yeah. I'm saying, even for the ball to drop, it's just. Yeah, we're not going to go. We've got to worry about COVID, also our family. Yeah. You know, one year I had the uh, investigative detail, Detective Pat was there with me too, and we were in the celebrity pen, and it was empty, and all of a sudden all the celebrities, like three minutes to midnight, come, you know, running out of the warm restaurant they were in. Remember that, Patty? Yeah. I remember Chad Pennington from the Jets and all these other celebrities come running, and it was like, oh, they get to be nice and warm, drinking, and all these other people. I, if you're not from New York, these people are in these pens. And they go in there like eight, 10 hours before midnight and they can't leave. So they have to go to the bathroom where they're standing. <clears throat> I wouldn't want to be in that same pen with any of those people. Yeah, I don't know. They had to wear diapers or something. What I don't they? know how they do it, man. I, I, think they get to go. I think they get to leave and go. No, they don't. You can't don't? I would no. never do the pens. Oh. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it at all. I don't even see how, how it's fun, even for five minutes. And then he drank. To the three two at two o'clock in the morning on shooting. What? Yeah, there was a shooting. Right, just up the three two at two o'clock in the morning on a shooting. Yeah. After the detail, after we were down there for ten hours. Yeah, someone got shot at a radio car in the three two. You know what does really good down there? The sanitation workers. You people lose so much stuff down there. You you know at the end I I found money many years that I've gone. You know we we go we upstairs and then we come down at the end when everybody leaves. You come there. You go there with your Geiger counter, like someone on the beach. Gives you. <laughs> I actually have a metal detector. I just haven't. You really? It. I love that stuff. I like digging for stuff. You know, it, they actually do a phenomenal job. Uh, I remember, like, you know, breaking down and waiting to get dismissed, and how quick they come and they're cleaning up the streets within like five, ten minutes. Man, they were opening up the streets. Cars are going. It's amazing. Yeah. <clears throat> Detective Pat, that's your son, right? Yeah, that's Brendan. He's a dispatcher in Westchester County PD. He's Which a big boy, man. He's bigger than you. Oh, he's a house. Just don't let, him, don't, don't let him get the Joe as big as you, you know? <laughs> he's in uh, 
the county PD, Irma. Okay. On the sawmill down there? Mm -hmm. uh, Thornwood, Hawthorne. Okay. Oh, he's EMS. No, he's a dispatcher for the PD. Oh, is he looking to come on the job? Uh, probably eventually. Yeah. My son wants to be a fireman. Your son's a fireman? He wants to be a fireman. Oh, okay. How old is he? Are you discouraging <laughs> him from that? No, I wouldn't mind. How old is he? 22. Oh, yeah, it's perfect. Oh, that's what my son is, 22. Yeah, he's getting his master's degree and he's going to join the fire department. Well, well they, say the fire, they say the fire department's the best part-time job in the world. Irma, tell him to go to Yonkers Fire. He's going to try there. I hear that's a great one. Yeah. Best in the country. Mm -hmm. I wonder how many they pick up every year, though. You got to be a resident, too, I heard. Oh, shit. We're not. Why do you say Yonkers is the best fire department in the country as far as pay? No yeah. <laughs> the highest paid. Wow. But uh, <clears throat> I wonder, they probably only pick up 10, 10 people a year, if that. I don't know. That's don't tough. Know to get that. <clears throat> so what are the resolutions for this year? Anybody have resolutions? I don't know if anybody, I haven't heard one person with re re resolutions yet. It's just, so well, they I owe us. Forget about resolutions. They, right. they owe us. Karma owes us. Hey, someone asked me if Irma was NYPD 24-7, one of our chatters. Yes, she was. But she was even was more famous than that. She became Miss Homicide. <laughs> she had a one-episode show, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that TV stuff anyway. I really don't like it. No? You could have been famous, Irma. Oh, please. I don't need that. Well, well, I don't get the what is that? What was the twenty four seven? There was NY a show called NYPD. Oh, I, I was on twenty four seven. No, I was not oh, on Steve, that. Steve Jashavi was the star of that one. I wasn't on that. That was Ramona Williams, I believe, in my office. I wasn't on it because I was pregnant then. I had a baby then. Oh, okay. I had Daniela. You know, Mark Steve Deshavi now is on the TV show Dead Files, and he got that from the exposure from NYPD twenty four seven. He was on that. He's been on twenty on that show for a long time. Dead now. Files has been on for like twelve years now. Yeah. Yeah, he's done very well for himself with that show. I won't even yeah. tell you how much he told me he makes, but it's a lot of money. <laughs> we got to get Mark on one of them shows. Dead yeah. Files? <laughs> I always tell people, God, does, God doesn't give you this face and money at the same time. And if he does, he makes you gay. <laughs> In vain. <laughs> money is not something that's going to fall. I've been blessed enough, so. That's, that's the message that comes to me all the time. Yeah, listen, you had enough. What more do you want? <laughs> you know, Irma, I saw you put up a, uh, a picture on Facebook of um, graffiti all over the city. Oh, my yeah, God. I saw that. That's all over, like all over the city, downtown. Everywhere you go is all graffiti and homeless people. You know, the homeless, it's not just homeless. They're mentally ill. You can tell they're mostly right. off their meds. I've said this many times before. But it's just like more and more. You saw that machete attack last two days ago? I saw that was, but was that in the Bronx? Or yeah, was there, was a good, there was a good Instagram post on it. Someone videotaped the whole thing. I saw it. You wow. saw that? That's pretty good. Yeah, the lady there with the dog. <laughs> yeah, I'm located more on Instagram, by the way. She got she got hit. I think he hit her with the, with the machete. Yeah, and the dog the too. And the dog and the cops show up. They don't know what she has to do with the incident. The other guy, he's on the floor. I guess they shot him, right? Yeah, they killed him. One one thing one thing that I noticed, like the cops were telling the guy go away, but that guy's the best witness to have, you know, especially for the squad, you know, the one that's telling them, oh, he deserved <coughs> it. He should have got, you know, they should they kill him. You know, what he did to this woman, like he's the perfect witness who witnessed the whole thing. Right. Yeah, no, I know. You got to be careful when you tell these people go away. You don't want yeah. it to go away. Just come over here. Let me talk to you over yeah, here. Right. Billy, did Billy, you see the one in the two six at St. John's? Oh, that was a yes, good. Yes, that was the really cops were great. What a you know, shot! I can't, I I can't say enough that about guy. that. Yeah. How many yards away was that guy? That it cop? had to be. It had to be more than the twenty-five yard line. That's what I kept thinking of. You know, at the range, the longest I shot can't you take. I can't paper at twenty-five. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he was really good. Also, he was really good when the guy went down. He got the people out of the way. I thought he did a he great. He did. The cop did an yeah. unbelievable job. He was so he, all everything that he was taught just fell into place. He was really yep. good. For people that yeah. may have not have seen this, there was a uh, could have been an active shooter at uh, the church, St. John the Divine, 
after they had some, I think, Christmas carolers outside on the steps. And he was out there with a nine millimeter and I think and a 380. And he's just started firing the gun. And the, the media, of course, said, oh, he was firing it in the air. You know, something. Crap. He's I, I, right, exactly. Oh, we're going to wait till he shoots somebody. You know, the media in this country is so irresponsible. They're beyond the pale. They really are. That's my that shot reminded me of, remember in uh, The Godfather? Yes. They, they take care of everything, and he gets down on one knee. Yep. And uh, he, he kills the guy coming out of uh, the church. No, was it the church? No, he was Was it the revolt? No, it was. He was coming down the stairs of the church. I think it was court he was coming down of. Yeah. yeah, yeah right. That was a great shot. Right. That was, yeah. that was uh, oh, you see the one yesterday, the video of the guy in the BMW at the light? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was yeah. my father. Irma, what was the underlying story with that with that case? Oh, you know what happened? The kid, one kid was holding on to the to the car, and the car stopped, and the kid hit the car. So he got pissed off that he hit the car, and that's how it started. That's oh. what I heard on the news. You see what they did to that guy's car? Yeah. Oh, yeah. you see that video? Yeah. Yep. Well, they got insurance, and they have it on video. You couldn't ask for a better thing. If if I'm gonna go to the insurance company, and say, listen. You're going to have to fix the car. And it's it's going to be immaculate because it's all on video. But it's more yeah. than that. It's the lawlessness. Like, you know, that's I'm, exactly it. You know, yeah. problem is, when you talk know? about disorder, that is like personification of disorder. 50 kids riding around on bicycles looking for trouble. There's no anti-crime and they know it because I would have salivated if I saw a group like that when I was an anti-crime. I would have called the neighboring precinct <clears> anti-crime and we would have got all of them. You know, yeah, nothing's gonna happen. Nobody cares these days. But like, that's not just like a criminal mischief felony. That's a riot. I, I would call that riot. Look, look what happened. He's fifteen, and they got another. They got two kids already, mm -hmm. and they're gonna give up all the other kids. But in the end, it's it's just property damage, really. They're no, it's way it's way more than that. It's, it's way more than that. that. What is it though? It's it what could have happened. I know you say, I'm just telling you what the court is gonna say. Once the smoke clears and everybody forgets about this in two weeks and they're going to juvenile court, they're going to dismiss the case and say it was property damage. All right. So what, what homicides. What's the difference? Yeah. Mark, what happens if you get out of the car with a bat and you hit one of them in the head? What happens if you just take off for your own safety? He was with his wife, that guy. What happens if they run one over? What happens if you run one over? Hey, Listen, look, hey. that's just 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 as justified as anything else. It's I the, don't know. Wait, like, the whole problem, the whole problem with that, the same way what happened here in Yonkers, the total disrespect for the police that that guy in Yonkers actually took off and they tried to pull him over and he killed oh, four kids. He killed four crazy. kids not too far from here. Right, you know, I saw and, that. And, yeah. and at all, and the cops didn't even chase him. They probably said, "Okay, he left." They just went after him, and slowly, thank God, they weren't chasing him. They would have been blamed, which they did try to blame them. But all the videos show that the cops showed up maybe like a minute or seconds behind that car, you know. But that guy took off. You know, he that tried to pull him over. He took off, and look what he did. He killed four. And he, he was a drunk kids. driver too. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, I heard he had a pistol though. He had what? He had a pistol. Oh, really? I didn't know that. I didn't hear that. That's what I heard. Yeah. I haven't listened to the news much lately. No, but the whole thing with that BMW, I mean, that's what we were all taught about, or, you know, disorder and broken windows policing. That is the definition of disorder, as well as the signs of graffiti all over the city. Once you allow that shit, the city just comes a shithole. It is a shithole. I'm there every day. I mean, it's, I, I cannot believe how fast the city has gone downhill. And I don't even see how it's gonna recover, really. I can't, uh, 2nd Avenue and 7th Street, the church, I can't believe how burned down that church. Well, I mean, that was an electrical fire, but still it's like, it, was, it reminds me growing up, when I was a kid in the 70s, Avenue C, you know, they call it Jewish lightning, everything was burnt down. And it's almost right. like, it's, it's like it's starting all over again. Like, I'm just wondering how many buildings gonna burn. There was a, a fire in one of the stores downtown this morning. Well, look at all the people with money that bailed out in the city, in LA. I in LA, they're trying to get uh, get rid of the governor. They got they're a couple of thousand signatures shy of of launching this guy. Somebody just made a big investment, a couple of million dollars, so they have the money to to get rid of this uh, newsome. And yet, we could have done that here easily. I'm sure it's not as many uh, signatures that as you need as uh, to get rid of a governor because it's just a city. 
And all the people that could have helped out decided to bail out. So that, that you know, there you go. You know what's unfair also? If you go right a few miles up to Westchester County, everything's open. All the restaurants are open. You can go. No, I went to eat up there. Movie theater is open. You know, I've been, I go to the movie theaters up there. And then in the city, it's like, I think it's a fight between Como and de Blasio, just fighting against each other where everything is closed. Because I can't see no other reason why everything is closed. There's no real, no reason for it. The only excuse is the, the volume of people. That's it. Yeah, and and some uh, and some of the outdoor cafes, you see them. It's just like being indoors. Like, what's the difference? I know that doesn't make any sense. And you're, sitting, sense, you're right? sitting in the street in harm's way of cars flying down the avenue, and you're like, you know, it's but, ridiculous. But, but a building is just like a restaurant that's outside. I mean, it's it's all closed in. It has windows in some restaurants. It's just so stupid. Yeah, the whole thing is absurd. It's just there's no rhyme or reason. I don't think any one of us doubt that there's. This uh, coronavirus is something. It's real. People, yeah. I've lost people. I'm sure you guys have too. But the way they're handling it and the way they're not getting better handling it, there's no, there's no proof. And that Patty, Patty, Patty went to get another PBR. <laughs> Patty left to get a PBR. What is this? <laughs> that's, a, that's a nice one. That's a pretty oh. one. How did you pick that one out? Is that Blue Ribbon? Patty's Blue Ribbon, yeah. <laughs> that shit's so For our fans cool. that are listening, Patty just left the, the scene to go get a PBR out of his refrigerator. I just don't they narrate don't this. Anymore. They stop real estate. My father used to drink that. <laughs> yeah, Herma, I'll pour some in your cup. Yeah. <laughs> what, was it, what was it about that one that was sticking out of the, out of the what do you got in the cooler? What was it that, about that one that you picked? No, I got the Yeti right here. Oh, the yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want to go into the refrigerator. I'm right here. I come up prepared. Uh, wait, <laughs> do, do you wheel it around the house with you from room to room, wherever you go? <laughs> Got a backpack. When you go to the living room to watch TV, you just wheel it into the living room? You sit it by, by, on the recliner right next to you? No, I only drink like around New Year's, Super Bowl. You know, <laughs> Wait a minute. Even I'm laughing at that. That's ridiculous. Because <laughs> I, there is so much evidence. I'm going to show you some evidence right here. Well, you guys quit. Irma, you quit drinking, right? Yeah. Hold I didn't quit. I stopped. <laughs> Look at that glow, Irma. <laughs> oh, you must oh, have been oh, my God. <laughs> that must have been at least a 2-6 two, a two banger. That must no, been no. I just came from skiing. It's windburn. Yeah. <laughs> that's you get windburn from skiing. That's though. PBR burn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great, man. Uh, Mark, hey, Mark, how were your shows in Pennsylvania? The ones you did. Those were good. Those are nice. The guy, um, his name is Joe Richardson. Mm -hmm. He has a company called Soul Joe. He uh, he never stopped. He had him outdoors for as long as he could. First, he built a stage out there. He has a comedy club. Uh -huh. You can't you can't have it inside, right? So the guy goes and builds a stage outside, and then with this, and then the people started coming, and he's got great shows there. And then now he built a dome. Wow. Yeah, he's got heaters in there. The guy really, he you know. Is in the Poconos? No, it's in Royersford, which is next to the Poconos. Just, you know, you talk about somebody, uh, we mentioned pissing in the wind before. There's ways to do stuff and there's ways uh, to waste your time. He figured out how to do it. So what do you got? But how, how is a dome any different than being inside? Listen, uh, what, do you, what do you want me to tell No, you? no, I'm just asking. I, I, I'm asking. And it's inside, right? Kind of. So, well, the ceiling's way, way higher. It's, it's opened on one end. They have heaters in then. There, so you it's still technically outside, but you're you know, I, I go to the I was at the gym the other day. I'm so sick of these people in the gym. They so spray the shit out of the equipment when you sit on a bench, your ass gets wet. You know, it's like <laughs> they're like, I'm like, what is this guy doing? Shooting flies in the air? It's like, dude, take it easy. You know? say, Here comes that old man that's complaining so much. Oh. <laughs> I even said something to one of the trainers, and she's like, Well, you know, he's got shut up. You're, you're just like him, shut up. You know. <laughs> The guy's spraying like a half a can of whatever the shit is that's supposed to be anti-COVID spray, you know? <laughs> it don't, it, that don't even work, I heard. 
It's all of course bull- it doesn't. It's all crap. Like if I went to a bar and I saw you there, I'd, I'd spray you with a full bottle of COVID spray. <laughs> Fauci said the other day, the germs die as soon as they hit the surface. So all that disinfecting that you're buying and your wife is buying, it's all bullshit. He keeps saying so many different conflicting stories about that. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about, that guy. He's been around forever. He's full of shit. He's <laughs> so full of shit. Can uh, I tell you that that's about <laughs> my second positive COVID test? Did I tell you about my the story? Which I yeah, believe, tell us the story again. I believe the city is completely exaggerating the numbers. I went to Puerto Rico. I came back. I took a COVID test. I said this last time. Did I say this last time? I think story? you may have, but there's right. no and people then, listening. Then Go ahead. Taking many COVID tests, you know, because Billy's sick. So I've, I've taken many COVID tests. I take a test when I, before I leave. I take a test when I come back. I'm supposed to take a text, test five days later, like that Friday, that Saturday. I took it on Friday instead because I was in Washington Heights. I happened to see a, a tent go up. There was three people online. So I got online, took a test. That test came back positive. So the next morning, I'm in the city bus, and I'm, it's a Saturday morning. I'm like, holy shit, I'm positive. My family's going to kill me. So I go take another test. Everything comes back, back negative. But the city offered me a hotel room. They send me packages, and I just got another package last week. I mean, with Wait, that hey, go, oxygen, Let me the address. Huh? Patty wants the address. He wants some free shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they send so much stuff, you know, and I mean, we're paying for it. And I just think that the numbers, some other numbers are exaggerated, but I do believe that COVID is 100% real. People are dying. Like, some people want to make believe that it's not real. It, it is real. I think no, look, we, I think we all respect it. I mean, I wear a, a mask every time I go inside somewhere, but uh, I just don't think it's totally on the up and up. You know, the way they There are more it. people that believe it's real and uh, give out false information just to seem like an authority than there are people that don't believe it's real. Yeah. There's so many people talking shit and they don't know what they're talking about. But they're, they're being asked questions, and rather than saying, you know what, the truth is nobody really knows. Um, but people believe them. Look, has, have the numbers going down with shutdowns and, and, and uh, staying at home in quarantine? No. You can watch. Tell me how these basketball players and football players are sweating all over each other and, uh, and, uh, and, and taking showers together. You get tested before the games. They all get tested. They're watching each other's backs and nobody gets sick. <laughs> How come? I mean, like, it doesn't make sense. You know, when I, used to, sense. when I used to walk into the 2 3 squad, I would ask, and I'd use the showers in the 2 3, I'd ask Patty to Rufus scrub my back. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that, Patty? <laughs> it wasn't me, that was Liam. Yeah, I used to say, hey, go run me a shower. <laughs> Yeah, I, I just think that there's too many people talking. They don't really know what they look at. How many things have changed? No, you don't need a mask. Then you need a mask. Uh, it's airborne. It's not airborne. It dies on the surface. It lives on the surface for six hours. Completely. Yeah, Mark, Mark, look at the death certificates too. They're putting COVID. The guy got killed in a shooting. A gangbanger, and he died of uh, COVID. Yeah, they make they they're making money. We discussed this last time. They're making federal there's federal money given to the hospitals for COVID. Bullshit. You know, I mean, if you die if you die of anything now, they're gonna make it COVID related. Yeah, it's bullshit. It's all about money. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but I, it's I take right. the train. And who knows if this vaccine is even real either? The vaccine is real. I think it's real, but I, I think, think it's real too. Hope. But well, I think well, it's well, hope. I think it's hope. False, but now we got another hope. There's another strain out right now from England. Two people have it in this country. Right, but scientists say that when uh, uh, when it mutates, it's weaker than the original. Uh huh. But it's more contagious. More contagious, right? But I, people don't realize when you take the vaccine, it's not going to cure you. I mean, you got to take that vaccine every year, like the flu right, shot. Right. Well, so COVID is still going to be here. You know what I mean? It's still going to be. Irma, there was an article that said a woman that uh, got the vaccine a week ago got COVID. So she was already happy. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Yeah. Also, too, um, if you look at the 1918, the pandemic then, it killed, I think, 33 million people worldwide. Wow, that's a lot. It, it killed half the world's population, I think. I saw it yesterday. And uh, 
And then it just went away. It just went away. Um, are you getting the shot? What? What? Are you going to get the shot? No, I, I already had COVID, but I, I, I mean, I should get it because of my family, especially because, you know, Billy's sick, but I, I'm not going to get it because I, I don't like, I, it took me years to get the flu vaccine. I don't like putting stuff in my body. I, mean, I don't even take much medicine. Like I don't, you know, I try to be natural. I don't want to take a lot of stuff. You know, I don't put that stuff. I, I don't trust it right away. Then, you know, I, I just don't trust it. Billy Ray, you getting it? Yeah, I think I'm going to get it. Yeah, it's available. Yeah, I think. If you yeah. have underlying thing, underlying problems, I think you should get it. Well, a lot of us have, you know, conditions from the World Trade Center too. Yeah. You know? Even if you get it and you don't die, there's a good chance you're going to have permanent damage to your lungs if you smoke, if you have, um, Heart disease. If you have a pre-existing condition. You're going to damage your lungs anyway. So your your life expectancy has been shortened by getting it. Your quality of life is going to suck as you get older. It depends so, on yeah. how you, it depends on how healthy you are when you get it. I think. I mean, I had it. I, it was like nothing. I mean, did you, you have know, it early on? You had it early on. I had it early in March. Oh, okay. An eighteen-year-old girl died the other day. No, perfect health. Eighteen years old. I know, and a lot of your friends died, Mark. I see on Facebook how many. Yeah, my friend uh, Ken Ortega. 51 years old, but you know, he had a lot of health problems. He was uh, overweight and he had uh, diabetes. So it's How about just congressman? Uh, the congressman that died recently was 41 years old. He was so yeah. young. It likes who it likes. And when, if it likes you, the COVID it's going to kill you. I said this last time, I believe um, one thing that they say about COVID, what it does with some people, it shuts down your immune system, which is kind of weird. Like it just shuts it down. And if, when it sh I think those people who it shuts down, are the ones who probably, you know, don't make it. And they say eight, I said this before, A type blood type is is um, more people who have A blood type apparently get sick the most. Well, that's and, and sicker blood. too, mm -hmm. when they do get it. O is the most it's popular right. blood type. Right. So the A is the one that is the, is the rarest blood type. So it kind of sort of makes sense that if they get it, that a, a the most no rh negative is actually the most rarest blood type well it's o b and then a and then the one that you just mentioned yeah, it's o a b a b but what they know. said that if you have o type blood it's harder to get covid and if you do get it, it's not as severe no i read an article about it yeah because people talked i said let me check this out and it's, it's i was true. people who have covid i go what blood type are you and a, few, a lot of them were a yeah they got really sick Ooh. That's Tommy O'Malley from the 10th uh, Precinct. I'll call him back. And they said uh, if you drink more than three PBRs a day, that doesn't reduce your risk You're at immune. all. You're <laughs> immune. Hey, I just I just started eating Chinese food again. Took me a long time. <laughs> like five months to, to eat it again. <laughs> hey, did you hear how the Koreans are? Uh, there's a lot of dogs that are being uh, being sent to America from Korea and from China. You yeah, that makes a lot of sense, right? You can adopt them. So I want to, I want to get one for my family. I want to name it dim sum. That's what it's for dinner. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense to import a, a, a animals from other countries. Like we don't have enough dogs here. <laughs> they probably have Corona. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, my kids want a dog. I don't so want what? Uh, what are we looking forward to in uh, 2021, gang? What's what? going to change? What are we looking forward to in 2021? De Blasio out. He's got another year. Next year he leaves. Yeah. A year, though. A Who, whole who's going to run for mayor? There's a lot of bad people, people in line to be mayor, mayor too. Who would, you, of... who would you recommend for mayor? Curtis is running. Who? Curtis Sliwa. I'd love yeah. to see him. I think he's, uh, you know, he's a real New Yorker. Pepitone is running. Who? Bill Pepitone. We had him on our show. He's uh, he was retired from the job. Retired cop. Oh, that's the one on the commercial that talks about Jenny on the block. No. No, that's not him. Okay. I never saw that commercial. That was Cummings. Okay. He wasn't running for mayor either. He was running for congressman. Okay. I like that commercial. It was pretty good. Yeah, it was good. I think he was a good candidate, but for some reason, uh, you know, it, it's hard to believe that you, you, you you're friends with, you live next door, you actually know people that would vote for AOC and, and the likes. It's hard. 
And that's the same way they feel about us. But you know, well, we've all heard too, a lot of a lot of people, like a lot of guys have all heard for her because they think she's pretty. Who's that? Who's this Hispanic? You know, I mean I don't I don't believe I don't believe that at all. I think there's people who vote for her really believe in socialism and believe yeah. what she's what she's doing. The irony is that a lot of these people have money too that are voting for socialism. You know they're coming after your money, right? You freaking idiots, right? They're coming at, they're not coming after my money. My there's no money. But if you got millions of dollars in the bank, they're gonna cut it in half the first time. They're gonna take another quarter and they're gonna go until you're broke. That's what's gonna happen. That's what well, they've done. What, what, what they always say is they're going after the uh, the millionaires and billionaires. They're full of shit. They're going after the middle class. They do that's go what, after the millionaires and the billionaires. No, that's they're, what's trust me, they're going after the middle class. What, what I'm saying is the though, that, that's, that's what the socialism population. is. They, they deplete, they, they take from the people who have the money first. And then when that's gone, they go lower. There, there's no middle class anyway here in in the, in the states. Who's the middle class? And, and one other thing, like Puerto Rico has to be very careful. They want to make Puerto Rico a state, but the problem is in Puerto Rico already no, all, the, all the Bitcoin, all the Bitcoin guys who make so much money are all living in Puerto Rico already. They're not. It's impossible to make Puerto Rico a state. It's a pipe dream because Puerto Rico is where they hide all the money. If you own a corporation here. You pay, I don't know, uh, six or uh, well, 60%. If you own a company here, you pay, I don't know what it is. You put it in Puerto Rico, you pay uh, 6% or 16% tax. If you get leave your company here, you're going to get taxed 33%. So all the people with big money, they all have small offices in Puerto Rico, that's where their whole. So you'd have to. All these people would have to leave Puerto Rico and find somewhere else. That it's never going to happen. If you're Puerto Rican, stop thinking that you're going to be a state one day. It's never, ever, ever going to happen. I'll tell you one thing, Puerto Rico. Like I've, I haven't been there. It's such a the people there. Are, I mean, it's such a nice um, island, a nice country. I love it. I mean, I, I can't. Did they ever find um, where the rest of the uh, PPEs that we send them are, or, or was it just those? Uh, those 12, 25 warehouses full of them that we send that they found, or is there more somewhere? Because those people should be in jail, by the way, in prison, all of them. Pat left. Anyway, listen, we're at an hour right now. I got to start my Christmas, my New Year's party. All right, listen, I just got to do a, a, a lot of shout outs to some people that uh, were in our chat room. Um, a lot of new members of our um, Patreon. We just got also, a new one, Bill. We did. Yeah, while what's we were his, talking. What's his name? Andy Sullivan. Wow. Larry Bennett, a good friend of Detective Pat. Larry's the man. MC's Audio. Mimi, J2. 12-Step Woman. Um, oh, what do we got? Oh, the Pranzos. Uh, Lieutenant Pranzo, one of our biggest fans, and has been on the show. But Chella Pranzo, his wife, what an amazing couple they are. I yeah, they're mean, a beautiful couple. She calls her grandma, herself grandma on the beach. <laughs> she still <laughs> looks beautiful. I don't want to say her age, but she still looks beautiful. Lieutenant Pranzo, you're the best. An old street crime boss. Um, hidden existence. I don't know who that is, but thanks for listening. Um, that's what else we got here. Dan. I don't know who you are, Dan, but thanks for listening. Pachella Serino, thank you for your subscriber. Um, Joanne Blasich, she's also she's a YouTube subscriber as well as a Patreon subscriber. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Joanne. Joanne, thank you so much. Uh, hopefully, we'll be even more exciting in 2021. We want to come out with uh, some shirts and some hats. That's our next venture. And when we do the shirts, I think... Uh, we want to put uh, the two guests that we have on the show here today. Uh, I think there should be a Detective Pat shirt. And then I, should, I think there should be a Miss Homicide shirt. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And, Detective uh, Pat should be like him holding up a PBR. You know? <laughs> I could do that. <laughs> That's good. Snap that photo now. <laughs> Anything else, Bill? I'd just like to wish everyone a happy new year. Uh, our Patreon fans, all our fans, believe it or not, we have fans all over the world, and we just got a message from someone in Australia the other day. Oh, wow. Uh, a big contingent in Canada. Uh, 
So thanks for listening. And if you could, please hit the subscribe button on our YouTube page because we've moved our show from Facebook onto YouTube because it's uh, fiscally, it's a much smarter move uh, down the road if we can build the audience. So please hit the subscribe button on YouTube. And again, thank you so much, all of our Patreon fans. Yeah, I just want to say thank you to the Patreon fans, all the fans for supporting us. Um, like we're moving on to get better, bigger and better gifts. Uh, and it's, it's great the fact that, you know, two of the people that started, two of our first guests that started us, that made the show what it is today, Detective Pat and Miss Homicide, should join us on this New Year's Eve and send it off. This is the best way. Uh, this is an omen right now. Good things Mark, are good. Mark, you know what the problem is with having Irma on the show? Everyone says, get rid of Bill or get rid of Mark and keep Irma. Well, on behalf of Police Off the Cuff, I just want to say Happy New Year to everybody. Thanks for tuning in. And big things are going to happen in, uh, in 2021, hopefully. <laughs> hey, Mark. Yeah. Mark, next time you see me, I'll be 5'11", 175. <laughs> <laughs> me too, man. <laughs> so you're gonna get taller? Is that what you're Holy doing? shit! <laughs> I'm dropping 25 pounds too, Pat. I was gonna say which leg. <laughs> if you want, we could have a contest, me and you. I'm dropping 25 pounds. Do it! Do it! I'm Five getting eleven. I'm getting back down to my fighting weight. <laughs> Listen, I'm happy New Year, everybody, and and Bill and Mark. Thank you for having me on your show. I mean, you're I the best, it, but it's fun. You know, it's nice to see you guys. There's only a chance I get to see really talk to anyone, so it's really nice seeing you guys. And um, Pat, keep drinking that beer. <laughs> <laughs> That's Detective Pat. Pat. I'm gonna right. be Thank you, Irma. Thank Thank you so much, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Bye bye. Bye bye.